is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Hope you're very well this Sunday morning. Father's Day, of course. So happy uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there this morning. Uh, Scott Bennett is my guest this morning. He's going to be with us till 11 o'clock. Morning, Scott. Morning. Morning. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're pals, so we're going to have a bit of a laugh for the next couple of hours. Uh, so stick around. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good, mate, yeah. Good, thanks. Welcome to the show. Where were you last night? Leeds Hi-Fi. It's a good club. It was good, yeah. Nice and busy. Yeah. Nice and busy. Nice down there. It's like an underground bunker, isn't it? It's yeah, nice. it's a like nice it. club over there. It's been a while since I, I, I've played it. And you've got a gig tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a preview this afternoon. For Edinburgh? The Edinburgh show, yeah. In Ulverston. Ulverston? Yeah, up in the lakes. Yeah, I've done Ulverston. That's where, uh, well, Comedy Heritage, of course. Laurel and Hardy, that's where it is. Yeah, that's where uh, the Laurel and Hardy Museum is. I think is that's where the gig is. Is it actually at the yeah, museum? Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. great, great. So, uh, yeah, it's a fourth run-through, so it's that sort of weird sort weird, of Weird, isn't it, to think that one of the most famous, like, <laughs> comedians in the, like, in history yeah. is from Ulverston, Stan Laurel. I don't know anything else from Ulverston. But I don't think there is anything else. No, I think just it's just that. that. Yeah, but they're dining out on that. Oh, I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Everything. It's like, it's like Markham and Eric Markham, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they've, yeah. They've, they've linked in. I mean, they, you have to grab onto something, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that might be the same for me with Pontifract. I think, that... I think they need to move on, <laughs> move on from Pontifract cakes and have a statue of me in the middle of town. Do you think? Uh, do you think that they're proud of you, Pontifracts? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they know they exist at the moment. But I think <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to change that. I'm going to I'm going to put it on the map. I know. I sort of sometimes I sort of wish I was from somewhere smaller than Manchester because yeah. I've got a lot to compete with. Yeah, yeah, you have actually. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Not, got... I mean, not just in comedy. I mean, you know, you've got much more famous Hist- history of Britpop, Hacienda, everything's here. Some seminal music, football. Yeah, you know, uh, the Enigma Code. Yeah, you but... know, I mean, no one's going to love Jason Manford over the guy who broke the Enigma Code. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. A, that's a tough follow. I mean, I've only got um, a race course mm. and Haribo. Ooh. I know, you see, that's it already. That's I've, been, I've been usurped by some star, you know, star mix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't compete yeah. with star You see, you were, you were like, I yeah, know. You, you should, you, you're definitely... I was on your side for yeah, a sec, but now you, I'm then like... Then you were like, mm, that late night, I've post-gig star mix, I don't know. Even right now, if you said, who would you rather was here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm struggling. Uh, yeah, I, to, to be fair, yeah, I can see the big... Although if it were Tantastics, I reckon I'd be a book because they're... Yeah, no, they're... Why? What, what are kids doing? There's too much E-numbers in that. I'll give my daughter one. She's up for about six months. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> for my um, my birthday, my kids got me um, this uh, this thing where you, you bit into... They're like little sweets, but they can have random flavours. Oh, like, like a Russian roulette thing? Yeah, but right. I mean, I'm talking like... One of them strawberry, the other one's dog poo. Like, like nasty. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. What an idea. <laughs> There's no pleasure in that, is there? There was nothing. There was no pleasure even in the nice ones. Because you were like, <laughs> oh, but... Because the, the the worry of biting into it and thinking, is this is this vomit? I don't know if yeah. That's anthrax, that one, Daddy. <laughs> there's, there's a lot Thanks, of that, guys. There's a lot of that on YouTube, though, isn't there? Like, my, yeah. Did your kids watch YouTube of kids Mate. making... It's insane, and it? me. What's other, going on? Other people playing with toys. Yeah. My kids watch. My daughter watches this other kid in America just opening presents. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Making slime. Yeah. Slime. 
I, I came home the other day, she was making slime. It's like breaking bad in our kitchen. <laughs> Stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just just straight, powder. Straight from school, all over the uniform. Just <laughs> yellow suits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like. So, so this is the, that's what they do now, though, don't they? They don't watch normal telly anymore. No, don't watch normal telly. They watch other kids playing. Uh, I've, one of my things that my daughter watches is somebody else colouring in. I mean, come on now. <laughs> that's so, that's so, that's, and I feel like such an old man. Like, come yeah. on, get out there in the sunshine. Get on yeah. your bike. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. It's, it's worrying, isn't it? She watches other people playing video games. It's just like weird, isn't when it? you went around to your mate's house and he won't give you the controller. That's yeah. the only thing. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with all the stuff we did when we were kids? Yeah. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Oh, happy Father's Day. Will you be getting a lot of stuff later on, Scott? Oh, I'm sure I'm being inundated. I think a lot yeah. of it's handmade, though, so, Yeah, you I know. watched a lot, a lot of stuff being made yesterday in the corner <laughs> of the kitchen, pretending I couldn't see it. Yeah, I think I've got a card on my way, but I want to say happy Father's Day to Roy, my dad. Good. I was going to say, who's that? Roy. <laughs> Just a random bloke. Just a bloke I saw yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you don't get many Roys now, do you? But I see Lidl was selling uh, packs of five of, uh, of Father's Day cards, which I thought was quite funny things. Like, why? <laughs> what? Well, I couldn't try. I was trying to work it out, but obviously with my kids, I thought, oh, that's actually quite useful because, yeah. uh, you know, then my kids can they can just they've got one each, you know, from the five kids, but then they're all the same card. Do you know what is funny though is at the end of the aisle sometimes they have like a Father's Day yes. thing of what they think dads like. Yeah. it's normally like drill bits. Yeah, and booze. I know, like alcoholic DIYers. Yeah, dads. Yeah. I mean, get, get on, get hammered, and then get hammered. Get some pictures up. Yeah, yeah. but oh, it, weird. it's weird, isn't it? What they perceive a dad to be doing. I know. I noticed it the other day. There was a sign outside. I was sort of slightly offended as well. Right. And obviously, in this modern world, where we're allowed to be offended by anything. Yeah. Um, and there was a sign outside. It might have been like Poundland or even like WH Smith or something like that. And it was, it said, Dad's, gifts for Dad's this Christmas. It was like a t shirt that said, Number one farter. And uh, there was like a, you know, a sign that said, uh, you know, hazardous waste, Dad on toilet. <laughs> like it was all basically that your dad stinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, this doesn't happen on Mother's Day. No, and no. I'm telling you, I know some women who can <laughs> fart as. Up with the rest of us. I think we should have a range of T-shirts for that. Readdress the balance. I think we should. I felt yeah. a bit. I felt a little bit, a little bit insulted actually. Do you know what I do like about Paul? Because I go in there a lot, and I like the a lot. Uh, I mean, when you say a lot, well, once a week. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that is a lot. To be fair. <laughs> but uh, they have these like my mum started buying me these. Like you know, like you get these like memes on sunsets now. Right, little like. Pick me ups. They oh get yeah, in, yeah, like, little fr- phrases. My mum says it because she's quite pessimistic, so I think she does it because she can't say it. So she sends right. me a magnet that'll sort him That's out. Nice. Any worries he's got, yeah. he can look at the magnet. <laughs> and, like, the, the one that really made me laugh was the one that said, uh, "Honesty is an expensive gift. Oh. Right? Don't waste it on cheap people." That was on a mug. Two for a quid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing about that for days. Bless her. Uh, lots of people obviously wish, wishing their dads. Uh, Happy Father's Day, so feel free to do that this morning. Uh, can you say Happy Father's Day to Darren Cher, who's been made to get up early by Alfie, Matilda and George to go and do an escape room, currently driving into Cardiff on the M4. Have done any? Have done one of them, escape no, rooms? I haven't. Have you done one? I have, actually, yeah. But I've got to say, the weird thing about them is, because you know what they are, they're, they're just yeah. you and a few mates or whatever, family, in a room. Yeah, you don't end up being mates at the end, probably. but It takes an hour <laughs> to get out of a room. Right. With, your, with your family. And I think to myself, 
That's me every morning trying to get the kids to school. <laughs> this is not fun. Yeah, it's Christmas Day sometimes. Yeah, exactly. It was tough work. Uh, like I said, happy Father's Day to all the dads listening. Uh, if you're still up, maybe 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 you're still in bed. Oh, <gasps> oh imagine, what imagine that. Imagine that. Like. The lying. I, Breakfast in bed. You can smell some burnt toast now being made downstairs. Yeah. Then bring up bring you up some Cheerios and spill it all over. They'll be in the bed for a month. Yeah. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Wendy in Bolton. She says, morning, Jason. I'm eating my overnight oats mixed with berries out of a plastic rice crispy bowl that I bought from Family Bargains. <laughs> That's what she's doing this morning. That's what she's up to. Overnight oats. These. This is past what me is by. overnight oats? I don't really know. But are they think, better than immediate oats? Yeah, I think there's something like you leave them in overnight, I guess. Soaking. And then in the morning they're all ready. I wish I had enough time in my life to plan for no oats. I can't be. I can't be doing overnight oats. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I want my oats now. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't know. be pausing, waiting for oats. Yeah, uh, but you're quite right. Yes, if you're eating overnight oats with, uh, in a plastic bowl that you bought from Family Bargains, it's muddle class. She explained, which is the, ah, right, route, the tour I'm on at the moment. Yeah. Uh, she says. Um, she said, uh, "Excellent show on Friday. Thank you very much. I was at the Manchester Apollo." Did you ever find out why a man threw the punch? Right, now, let me tell you this, Scott Bennett. So I'm at the Manchester Apollo on Friday night. I've been looking forward to coming home to Manchester for a long time. You know, I've been doing the show for six months. It's my hometown. Yeah. I'm excited to to, to be there. And about three quarters into the second half, maybe not even that far, but about halfway into the second half, I start a bit about, I talk about Disney. I've got a routine about Disney uh, films and uh, start talking about that. And I just look at the, and there's two and a half thousand people there. So it's a big old space up the, the Manchester Apollo. I look out and I just hear a kerfuffle. Right. What's going on? Obviously it's pitch black. I can't see anything. Then just, I can see some like windmill punching. Like really? some big, yeah, some big windmill punches are going. <laughs> and, and all the time you're doing this stuff. Still. I'm sort of like carrying on, like, <laughs> yeah. and then I sort of stop for a second, and then these four security guards just bang, get him out. Wow! And he's out. And uh, I'm thinking, what on earth has gone on there? Like, and also it was just at a weird point because then I had to get back into the back into Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Just like someone just sat there going, the Lion King, that's it, I'm kicking off. Yeah, like he was that's, like, that's leave it. Dumbo alone! <laughs> I remember Simba, I've had, I've that's had got me charged. So after, afterwards I went, I found the security and I said, what What happened? What went on? And essentially what had happened was this guy was being a bit of a numpty, like all the way through the first half. He was disturbing other people. Right. He was a, he'd had a few too many. He was being a bit loud and a bit obnoxious, but not enough to sort of throw him out, just enough for the, the, a member of staff to go, mate, can you... Yeah. You're spoiling it for the people around yeah. you in that. And uh, but and also far far enough away, it wasn't heckling, wasn't enough for, for me to de- have to deal with it. So it was just annoying for the people who paid. Yeah, of course, yeah. Sat around just in that low-level disruption. Yeah. yeah. So, but then into the second half, he'd had another couple in the interval and that <laughs> obviously tipped him over the edge. He'd been, he'd been Googling Frozen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they got... Um, <laughs> they got at one point he tried to film the show, which you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to film the show. And uh, somebody came over just to go, "Can you turn your phone off, please, mate? You're not allowed to. Not allowed to do that." He told them to, you know, wow. get get out of it without, you know, using different words, not Ofcom regulated words like me. And uh, the security went, "Do that for you. Went, turn your phone off." And he tried to punch the, sec- the member of staff. You can't no. do that. No, so no. that's it. They got him. Four of them got got him out. Bustled him out. And this is the bit that I, I think I'll always remember, is uh, 
the security guard said that at one point they're sort of getting him out there his arms and feet are going everywhere they get him out the door and his wife comes marching out she's got a right head on her you know like proper face like thunder right. and he's and the security guard thought oh my god this is i'm getting lamped here by the right. wife the wife's gonna lamp me she come over she picked up his shoes which had now were on the floor <laughs> She's yeah. like he'd done sports day. Yeah, picked up his shoes, shoes and she said to the security guard, she went, you know what? We never got to see the end of Michael McIntyre either. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Scott Bennett is here this morning. Hello. Uh, dad of how many? Two. Two. I had to think then. Two. <laughs> two, yeah. Two and seven. Is I know. that even, is uh, that even amateur, being a dad really. when you've only got two? Well, I don't know. Five! I know, that is... That... <laughs> you win that one, I tell you. Do I win? Is it the word win you're looking for? Well, I don't know. You, yeah, I don't know. How do you... Think? I mean, two, two is... Two and seven as well, so it's a big age gap. But, yeah. But yeah, the two-year-old's insane. Just, oh, really? He won't go to bed. Oh, is it that one? Yeah, yeah, it's just... It's like there's like I think there's only six different kids and we've all just got versions of them because <laughs> everyone thinks they've got like this, their own little special prince or princess. But actually, there's about six kids. There's the one that doesn't sleep. Yeah. There's the one that is manic. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? There's just different types of kids. Yeah. They all sort of they're off a certain production line. There's a weird one. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's that weird kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's uh, these. They're just overexcited about anything, kid. Yeah. There's uh, there's a really clever kid that you, you and your partner can't work out where it's come from, kid. Well, that's the, that's the kid as well. That's going to be like really clever, but no mates. It's yeah, a real tragic combination. Like it's and, a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. So, You'd almost rather they were thick and popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's absolutely right. You know I mean? yeah. You're like, yeah. like the dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, happy to give some of the uh, some of your dads a little shout out this morning. Uh, can you say happy Father's Day to uh, Darren Cher, who's been uh, made to get up early by Alfie, Matilda and George. Uh, oh, we've already done them. Uh, God, they've got two shout outs. Uh, please uh, read this before 8.40. Okay, all right. Crikey, putting rules in. <laughs> a bit of pressure. Morning, we're up early to take my boy to play cricket. Cricket for the under 11s uh, Felling Cricket Club against Marsden. Could you wish my partner Graham a massive happy Father's Day from Callum and Joe? Love the show. Okay, fair play. Since you yeah. put that at the end, I've <laughs> done that now. Uh, someone's had a nightmare start to the day. Not only did I wash a tissue with my black washing, but after checking my weather app to make sure it would stay dry, I put two loads of washing out and it's now piling it down. Oh no, the tissue in the pocket's a nightmare. Absolutely isn't it? livid. I washed a fiver in a pair of jeans. Oh, it's brutal. Money laundering. Money, literally. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I'm yeah, here all week. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> it took me ages to get over that. It is heartbreaking. Well, now the plastic, isn't it? So they survive. Yeah, yeah. But then I like, sometimes you can find a fiver, can't you, in an old pair of jeans. That's like winning the lottery, it's isn't it? It's just like free money. You're just like, yeah, I forgot. Even I've, though it was yours, it's so, great. Sometimes I'm going to secrete them around my clothing yes. just so I have that little moment of positivity. What a buzz. In the future. I'm going to go and buy some stickers. I need a social life, really, don't I? <laughs> if I'm hiding money in clothing for a pick-me-up. Uh, Maria and the kids this morning said, Morning, uh, as we left for work this morning, I noticed that our Bernese mountain dog had eaten the Father's Day cards in the night. Please, would you wish Paul Thomas a happy Father's Day from us and the dog? Is that, is that, that school homework excuse say, coming in I'm there? Call, I'm calling a bit of BS on that there, Maria, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not having that. Oh, right, yeah, no, because... 
was that what were they made out of meat, Maria? <laughs> you ate the were they? Thing. Were they made out of chops? Oh, unbelievable! Why is a dog eating? Co- give over! I'm not having yeah, yeah, that. It's ridiculous. She's forgotten. That's what she's yeah, done. Yeah. But because she's, it's the first time she's forgotten, she's not good at it like blokes are. Yeah. Because we'd have been straight out garage. Yeah. Garage, yeah. just finding a card. And even if it's a crap card, we make it ironic as if we... I just thought you'd find it funny, love. We're yeah. very clever at that. I, I sometimes have to go early eight in the morning at a 24-hour supermarket if I've forgotten oh, wife's yeah. stuff. And, totally. Yeah. I like going in, though, at that time, but... Oh, you, it's weird, isn't where, it? where do you stand on the parent and child parking at 2am? Because I always think yeah. you're either like a terrible parent or a liar. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's a weird one. That. I, I know what you mean. I think I think after a certain time, uh, you should be allowed to park in it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Like, for example, 10%, uh, 10 mile an hour uh, around schools. I think after five past nine, make it 50. <laughs> Yeah. Well, stop you being late. That one kid is going to the dentist, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. But it does feel very British to have those sort of things. That, that yeah. they're just. I, I see sometimes I put near my house. There's a permanent triangular sign that say that says uh, queues likely. Yeah. And it's a permanent sign. It's not a. It's not a, an electric one. It's just there all the time. You go really? Yeah. You can leave this up all the time. I think that's very British to want a queue yeah. though. Yeah. Floods likely. Yeah. Oh, I think. I think as well. If you started a queue somewhere, mm. I think people would join you in Britain. Easy. If you just like queued randomly. When we were kids, we used to. Me and my brothers used to. Um, this is before you know playstations. We uh, we would find just be in the road and we would just look in the air. The three of us, just look in the air. And honestly, you can get about seven or eight people. <laughs> that is brilliant. Just having a good stare. It's fantastic. I reckon that's how air shows work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they look first, then they find someone to look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads. Uh, happy to give them a little shout-out this morning as well. Uh, we're going to be talking very shortly to uh, to my, uh, like, a legend of the week. This this uh, girl is really, uh, there was a story in the paper about her the other day, uh, a West End hero to me. I think she's fantastic. So we're going to speak to uh, Steph Parry very, very shortly. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Uh, what, would, what about your dad? Is your, Scott, is your dad into the old Father's Day? Does he want cards and presents or is he like, get me nothing? He says get me nothing, but then if he oh, did, yeah. it'd be yeah. bitterly disappointed. Yeah, agreed. So he, he, we have got him something and um, we, we've got him a few of those experience days in the past. Oh, have you? Yeah, like a glider, uh, mm. flight and a glider, helicopter, race car. I think he thinks we're trying to kill him. I was going to say, crikey, that's... <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to enjoy the E. coli experience weekend. But, you know. uh, but, he, um, but yeah, we, we try and do those things for him because I think he likes he likes the How family he? to be there. He's uh, 17. Oh, God, you know what? That's terrible, isn't it? I don't think you know, I don't know how he is. Around that age. When you get above 40 and you... Well, they stop, you, ca- you they stop caring. <laughs> To be fair, <laughs> you just like he's still here. Yeah. He's above forty. That'll do. That'll do. Uh, but I think he's—is he seven? He's seventy this year, right? August. I mean, it, it don't matter for the it rest d- of us. <laughs> We're like, really, it don't matter, Scott. No, it's not. It's not. Who <laughs> I'm just think being polite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just making conversation. But yeah, I think he does. He likes the whole yeah. family to be around and that. So. Yeah. Well, see, my dad's the opposite. When I say to my dad, "What do you want for Father's Day?" He's like, "Just, uh, I just want you know a couple of hours where my whole family just goes out and just leaves me just to read me books does, for half an hour." Does, does Sound like bliss, though. Doesn't I know. It? Imagine just a bit of time to yourself. Just a little bit. Just in the toilet for an hour at least. <laughs> just, just a <laughs> little bit. Of that. No, you don't get any time. But oh. yeah, I think. Uh, but it's a, it's a, where, where does Father's Day come from? I don't, I don't know. We all we all uh, just Hallmark. 
Home. I think they invented Father's <laughs> yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's a genuine, no, genuine thing. I don't think that it's just a, it's just been made up, hasn't it? But I'll take it. And it's yeah. also about three weeks after my birthday, so it's quite it's a nice for little... me. I, I quite like it, but it does mean a bit like those people who have birthdays and Christmas together. It does mean I've got a long time to wait mm. for the next time for my family to be nice to me. Mm. So yeah, that's a bit of a, that's <laughs> yeah. a bit of a struggle. But yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know what I've got. I haven't even opened my stuff yet. It hasn't, opened? It what they wrap it? Well, yeah, I think. Well, Crikey, carry a bag in it. Well, tied, yeah. <laughs> tied in a knot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about this from Laura in Hatfield? She says, "Good morning, Jace. My husband is in Albania with wow. our youngest, so I thought I'd go and see my dad today. Fifteen minutes into a two and a half hour journey, I realised I'd forgotten his Father's Day present at home. Now thirty minutes behind, I was all smug at eight AM, thinking that uh, I was great going out and being, you know, in charge of my life for once. Uh, but no, my stupidity, stupidity has other ideas. Will you say Happy Father's Day to him? Can I just point out that me saying Happy Father's Day to your no. dads is not a replacement for a present for that but great just man? Just tell him that a dog ate it. <laughs> Music matters. Good morning. It's the Jason Manford Show. Scott Bennett is my guest this morning. Hello. On this Father's Day. Mm. And uh, lots of messages coming through for your dads. Uh, somebody just said, Jason, my boys bought me a yo yo. That's what he's got this morning. But where's, where they live in 1982? I know. Amazing. I hope it's got Fanta on the oh, side. Oh, do you remember that with the lights in the middle? That's great. I could it? never do a yo yo. Can you do walk the dog all the tricks? No. I think it's all made up. Yeah. I don't think anyone can. Uh, Jason, uh, this is mentioned in your five and the jeans before there, Scott. Jason, one time I bought I had a pair of jeans, I put them on, I hadn't worn them for over a year because I'd had a baby since uh, last wearing them. Imagine my absolute joy that not only did I fit into a pair of pre-pregnancy jeans, but I found £50. Pounds. Oh, God, that's that's incredible. Absolutely unbelievable. You're dying out on that for months, oh, aren't you? That's the positivity. I wouldn't even want to spend it. No. What a lovely feeling. Yeah. Let us know what you're up to, let us know what you're doing for your dad, and uh, we're going to be speaking very shortly to uh, Steph Barry who, um, who she saved the day in uh, Mamma Mia in uh, in the West End so stick around after 9 o'clock Sunday mornings 8 till 11 Jason Manford on Absolute Radio where real music matters Scott Bennett is my guest this morning morning uh, comic pal of mine and uh, a father of two yep on this Father's Day You'll yep. be getting home to some Qualify. homemade stuff. <laughs> Slime. Slime <laughs> and cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homemade things. Be right. nice, yeah. Have, your, have any of your kids asked to be YouTubers yet? My eldest, yeah. yeah. She's, uh, yeah. She's, we had a little YouTube channel where, yeah. uh, and she the, she talked in an American accent. Oh, no. Yeah. No, that's weird. Those, those 15 subscribers were... Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah, she, that, that's a genuine career move now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is a proper job. Because yeah. I was watching it with her and I was going, this is not, you know, you need to do well at school and that. And I was like, what are you watching? 15 million? I mean... I'm like, get on YouTube. I, Forget school. I started uh, stand-up comedy in 1998, 20 years ago. I worked my way through the clubs, you mm. know, and heckled uh, in some of the toughest places, died on my hole all over this great land of ours. Uh, I, you know, drove, for, I used to do 65,000 miles a year. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and even now, you know, I do 280 dates, I do the radio show, you know, I've got all this going on. And yet my biggest watched show of my stand-up is, a, it's the, at the moment, is about 1.5 million, which is unbelievable. I think it's my first Apollo appearance. Yeah. So it's been up there for 
10 years. Wow. And yet, a woman talking softly, folding <laughs> towels, has hit 160 million people. You wonder what you're bothering, isn't it? Why are we bothering? <laughs> Somebody playing with toys and colouring in. Yeah. 80 million. Yeah. Who are these people? I don't know, but they're making a lot of money. And I need a niche. I need to do something. You need to find something. Apparently, because I've got a YouTube channel, I, I thought, and I did it thinking, oh, maybe there's some money in this. But you just it's hard to get in there. Yeah. It's about a thousand views is $2. Wow. Well, my daughter said to me, Daddy, you need to work harder. We need to do something. She, she said we need to do get on YouTube. You need to work harder. That's what she said. Wow. <laughs> just now, I feel like she's my slave driver. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I don't. I genuinely, it's difficult to think of a niche. I did think we should do something together. Yeah. I quite like her, play video games with her and her just get a bit angry with me. Yeah, I've, like I've Mario done, Kart or something. Yeah, I've done the video games thing a little bit. Um, but again, I find it's I find it hard to make it interesting. Yeah, I'd like to. But do... then they don't seem to be bothered. Well, he could do a cross generational thing. Watching my dad use an iPad. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Just watching him just cover I'd click the, into that. Not be able to see himself and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd click into that. <laughs> yeah. uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Hope you've been uh, spoiled this morning. Uh, happy Dad's Day to Stuart Larkin uh, from uh, Florence and Baby Bump and Mummy. They're cooking uh, bacon sandwiches this morning. I can smell them. <sighs> I'd love mm. a bacon bussy right now. Get on that. Get on that when I get in. Uh, happy Father's Day to Nathan Osborne from his two stepdaughters, Autumn and Katie. We're on our way to London for the Taste of London Festival. That's a good Father's Day present. Cracker. I like that. Um, but I'll tell you what, there's a story I want to talk about this morning uh, about uh, this this girl, Steph uh, Parry, who is, I think she's my hero of the week, this one, right? Yeah. So uh, Mamma Mia, the, the huge international musical success based on the songs of ABBA, uh, found itself this week without a leading lady following a leg injury during the first scene. This what? was on Thursday. Incredible. First scene, damn. First scene, bang, she's gone. Wow. And not a super trooper. She no. just couldn't get through. Uh, it looked like the show would uh, have to be cancelled. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of dancing. It's a full-on show, that, for anybody. They, uh, their understudy was ill as well. Wow, so double whammy. suddenly, there's 2,000 people sat there. There's going to be no show. Um, both understudies had fallen ill, but never fear, because help was just around the corner. The general manager of Mamma Mia had remembered that one of the show's previous stars, Steph Parry, was currently working as an understudy in 42nd Street, which was playing just down the road. He called Steph to ask her uh, whether she could step in, and just a few minutes later, there she was, playing the uh, the Merrill Street part of Donna. As a standing uh, of two... 42nd Street's leading role. She was just sitting there, ready, poised, and ready to go. Uh, the general manager at the uh, Mamma Mia, he, over the tannoy, said, that, uh, I'm really sorry. Unfortunately, Caroline has injured herself and is unable to carry on with the show, and we have no understudy. However, help might be at hand. Stick around. Watch this space. We're going to be speaking to Steph next. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. There's a story I want to talk about this morning uh, about uh, this this girl, Steph uh, Parry, who is, I think she's my hero of the week. She saved the day in uh, Mamma Mia in the West End uh, and we've got Steph Parry on the line now. Morning. Good morning. Morning. So you must have had uh, a very unusual week this week. I mean, the, the, it seems to be the world's press wants to talk to you. Yeah, it's been... It's been 
I just I can't quite get over it really. Like one one minute I'm just kind of nobody wants to talk to me, and then suddenly it's like you've got this interview, you've got this interview, and can you speak to this person? And I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. Fantastic. So, uh, I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So what was the what was the moment? So you, you were you were sat you're in Forty Second Street. You're yeah. you 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 were you are you ensemble in that? No, I'm I'm uh, what's called a standby. You're the so standby. I'm so I. Uh, understudy two of the lead roles mm-hmm. and if I'm not needed for any of those if they're both in the building then yeah. I'm just in the dressing room just sat there um, watching a bit some Netflix uh, no, no <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so you're chilling yeah, out so, backstage and yeah, then the, and then the phone goes yeah and it was my company manager at 42nd Street so I just thought oh somebody's going off I'm, on. I'm going on for one of them and um, are you dressed like, up at this point no, no, no. I, was just, I was just in my, I was just in my gym kit yeah. as usual. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and uh, he said uh, it's the company manager of Mamma Mia on the phone. They've had an emergency, um, and they're wondering if you're in the building. And I was like, and he said, so I told them you are, and um, and I've said, and he's going to ring me back. I don't know what's going on, and I was like, okay. Wow. Um, and so and you've been like, in, you've been in Mamma Mia before. I was in Mamma Mia in London about five years ago. Five years ago. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, as an understudy, yeah, and then last year I, um, I did I played Donna um, yeah. for a year on a cruise ship, right, so right, the American version of the show. So it was it was completely different choreography, different blocking. Um, <laughs> I, I've forgotten all the choreography. I can't remember what I'm doing. Oh my so goodness! Just me around and it was uh, and it was fine. So you just got over there in, in what like 15 minutes or something, and then suddenly you're... Eight, yeah, 18 minutes. 18 minutes. The, the show stopped for yeah, and you're in yeah. another show. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just with with people you don't really know. Yeah, yeah, like my daughter in the show. I'd never met her before. That is so. Hello, I'm your daughter. It was one of those. Yeah, yeah it was brilliant. That is yeah. unbelievable. It's it's sort of one of those magic moments, though, isn't it? That 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 you sort of get into theatre for, I guess. Yeah, and you never quite believe it's going to happen to you. You hear these stories, and and yeah. you think, oh, you know, that'd be. I wonder how I'd cope if that ever happened to me, and then because I have it, it as well. I have it as well. Like I, I did. So I did Chitty for for yeah. a year. But when I took a little break from Chitty, I went and watched it in Birmingham um, with uh, Lee Mead was doing it at the time. Right. And there was definitely a moment where I was sat there thinking, "Would I be ready?" Like if they yeah. suddenly were like, "What? What?" And I don't think I would. I actually <laughs> still now. So I finished Chitty in, uh, last last year, over a year ago, and even now I wake up in cold sweats. That I'm at the side of the stage and they're like, "Come on, ready." And I, weirdly enough, Steph, I even have moments where I feel like I'm in the producers, but dressed as Karataka's pots. Like I'm in two different shows. Like I, these are nightmares yeah. for me. But this was just you just took it on the chin and went for it. <laughs> uh, so you, you're still in Forty Second Street, and uh, but yeah. you, I, I saw on your Instagram you, you you've just been cast in a new show. Is that right? No, it's um. So they've given me the role in Forty Second Street. So, so you're in. So. You actually. You got back and they were like, "You're so, hey, you're hired, kid. You're actually <laughs> the main character. Is that right?" Yeah, yeah. So there's like, it's kind of like two female uh, lead roles. There's yeah. There's Peggy Sawyer, who's the kind of the one that's that the story that I'm kind of living out right yeah. now. And then there's um, Dorothy Brock, who's the one who actually injures her ankle. So I'm going to be taking over for Dorothy Brock. I love it. Um, Absolutely love it. Yeah. So you're going to be... I definitely will. I definitely will. Everybody should go and see it. It's a a great show. Steph, thanks so much for speaking to us. No problem. It's my pleasure. All right. I'll see you soon. All the best. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.
Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Uh, Scott Bennett is my guest this morning. Good morning. Uh, Northern club comedian, <laughs> as he loves being called. I love that, I love that. <laughs> I've got that in my profile on Twitter. <laughs> Don't they just love writing Northern? Yeah, it's, it's an identity, isn't it? Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, so, I mean... Trying to Steph there about saving the day. I mean, yeah. we don't really, as comics. I mean, I've had it in the musicals essentially, but as comics, you don't really. We don't have understudies, and those things just don't happen, do they? No, right? no, you don't ever get someone filling in when you have a no. flat tire on the M6 or something. Yeah, but it's just they just have a. What do they do? Well, that's, that's it. It's over, isn't it? It's over, yeah. I mean, although weirdly, that's how I started. Well, yeah, because yeah. you, someone, you were glass collecting. Yeah, yeah, and somebody didn't turn up, and 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 I was collecting glasses, and then I, I had to go. And someone uh, didn't turn up, you let the tires down. For maybe, I mean. <laughs> maybe I left some, uh, you know, tax out on the motorway. I like it. So, and then you just did you actually have anything prepared though, or did you just no? Think, I was sixteen. Brilliant. <laughs> I was sixteen, and they went, and the the, the landlady said, um, "Jason's funny." And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, he's funny in the kitchen. I was like, in the kitchen? Can all be funny in the kitchen? And only because I fancy your daughter. When did she say, Jason's funny? And then you got up and she went, not like that. Yeah. <laughs> just generally so sort of peculiar. Got, yeah, I remember just getting up and uh, there was wow. three acts all in a car on the way up from London. This was 98. Wow. And uh, they, yeah, they didn't, didn't we weren't going to make it. And uh, your man, uh, John Marshall, agroman who ran the, yeah, the bus classic. club in Shorten, he... Uh, he was panicking and, and uh, I had a go. I was I was I just went up, did eight fate, minutes. Fate, isn't it? Really? Frankie, thank God. Who knows what I'd have been doing? Well, yeah, that's it. Well, well, you, I, we... I've got no other skills. No. I've got no other skills. I mean, even radio is hard for me. <laughs> I make it look very hard. <laughs> uh, so we talked to Steph Barry about saving the day. Have you saved the day? And it could be anything. It could be absolutely anything. Uh, Jane Potts says, I took my daughter to her prearranged abseil down the Europa Hotel. In Belfast, they were one short mm. when we arrived, and as was the case, my mouth volunteered without asking my brain. I'm petrified of heights, but I made it down safely. Don't know she's done that. I don't mm. like abseiling. That I, bit where the back you're over at the end, and I'm just like, he's that definitely tied. Is yeah. that when you're walking down? He's going, yeah, I've got it, mate. He's got a cigarette on the go, and you're like, he's it's, not got that. It's worrying, isn't it? I, yeah. It's not something I'd I'd be up for. There's that sort of. I feel like it's an apocryphal tale now, but there's that story of. Uh, somebody about to go on a bungee jump and then as they leave, the, the guy doing it going, oh, not yet, mate. Oh. Like that's... Yeah. So all the way down, you're like, ah, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm and not the, good with heights anyway. No. I, I remember going up the Blackpool Tower and not being able to look out. Just, I just looked... I at, mean, that's not a bad thing, to be fair. <laughs> you're missing the view. <laughs> I mean, without the Blackpool Tower in the view, there's not a lot to look at. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who else do we have? We have Tom Smith. My friend's dogs escaped today just as I was turning into an adjoining road to do a delivery. I ushered them back in the gate. Not as rock and roll as Steph's, <laughs> but, you know, fair play. You whistled a dog I, To be fair, I did say it all counts. Yeah, yeah. The little thing. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I will leave the light on Cause I will leave the light on Not in my house you won't, Tom Walker <laughs> I'll be absolutely livid, mate It's like Blackpool Illuminations here <laughs> You love the immersion on as well Turn that light off, Tom Walker 
<laughs> Unbelievable. That's like the that was like the anti Father's Day song. Yeah, yeah. I will leave a light on. No, no you will absolutely not. Absolutely not, mate. Not in my house, man. Not while I'm paying the bills, son. <laughs> when you're under your own roof, you can leave as you many lights on want, as you pa. like. Do what you want, You have to leave the kettle on for all I care. I won't be there. <laughs> Great song, Tom. Uh, yeah. Eight twelve fifty on the Texas I don't think morning. he was on about that. I think it was probably more atmospheric than that. I think but... he. Um, I wasn't listening to the beginning of the song. To be fair, I just I, I went to make a cup of tea. But I think he works in a lighthouse, so, it has, <laughs> so it's important. So for safety him to leave. reasons. He's got it's, to leave. It's, it's it's his job to leave the light on. Yeah, yeah. You can't. That's not that's not a place for a dad. The <laughs> you can't have a timer on that, can you? You don't want a dad coming in and giving it. Turn these lights. <laughs> Ships going into rocks. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Uh, we're after uh, the time you saved the day. We spoke to uh, Steph Parry, uh, a West End actor this morning, who saved the day. She was in another West End musical. She was in 42nd Street. She used to be in Mamma Mia many years ago. And they they rang her up and just said, look, if someone's not, not made it, you're going to have to come in and, and do it. She did it. She did it and she nailed it. I don't know how she did that. Remember Who the knows? steps. Just unbelievable, unbelievable. So I'm after your big moments. Have, have you saved a life? Have you saved uh, th- just the day at, at work, at home? Or maybe like Paul Owen. Yes, Jace, I saved the day big time. My brother, a couple of weeks ago, he, brought a, uh, he bought a, a large Big Mac meal, Coke, and a chicken mayo on the side. Wow. Need a starter, don't you? a little starter. <laughs> By the te- time he parked up after leaving the drive-thru, he just felt suddenly unwell. So I stepped in and I ate the lot. <laughs> One of my finest hours after eating mine. You're welcome. Well done, Paul. I bet he was just sneezing. That's exactly just what like He was just having a little cough. By the time he's finished, he's finished. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be something as big as that. It could even be. I like how much detail he's gone into. Yeah. And then Sarah Benwell says... My horse and I pulled a lady out of a burning house. That's it. No yeah. more details. I love how abrupt that is. Thanks, Sarah. That's great. Yeah. That's all she's given us. Yeah. There's no, that's it. There's no, uh, there's no explanation. Yeah, Paul's gone into it and there was lettuce on it and giving us the full details yeah, yeah, of yeah. his story. Yeah. I want to know more about this horse and... You, can't, you can't just stop like that, can you? No. You can, I've put my horse and, a la- and, a, and pulled a lady out of a burning house, right? Like, that was Wednesday. Yeah, that's not that's not right, is it? That, I'm Saturday not... we went to the drive-thru. Now that story. Yeah, weird. Eight, twelve, fifteen on the uh, on the text. Give us your stories of when you saved the day. But I mean, your dad's a fireman, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's retired he was, now. Yeah. yeah, but he's uh, yeah. I mean, um, he's, he just he's... come home every day with a story. He does. Yeah, I mean, well, he used to come home with bags of sweets from Haribo when he used to do the fire Course, inspection. Yeah, because yeah. they'd like leave stuff near an exit, and they'd go, he'd go, look, we'll gloss over it. <laughs> Get some fried. Just some fried eggs, a couple of coal balls for the boy. That's uh, but uh, but the, the, he, one of them he did was a horse got stuck in a manhole. Right. So it, the weight of the horse broke the manhole and it was ah. like perched out with its chin oh. and its arms. So you imagine that like a little horse like that. Yeah. So they had to then. Uh, big horse, I imagine. Big horse, yeah, yeah, yeah not like a little horse. But then they had to sedate it and pull it out. Wow. It. So he rescued a horse. Um, I don't even think that would be the, a fireman's job, but crying, well, I mean, who else are you going to call? Job, they called yeah. a vet, but I mean, you can't leave a vet to pull a horse no, single-handedly. Not. But, but I, I'd just be a bit. Maybe I'm just not. I've not. I've not got what what you need to have in you to be a firefighter. You yeah. know what I mean? I'd be like, "There's a horse in a, in a, stuck in a man manhole. Is it on fire?" <laughs> Well, I'm not coming then, pal. It's just a sugar lump on a stick. I do fires, mate. <laughs> yeah. I do fires. fires. Ama- they do do amazing things. But my mum and dad have also, I've got to say this, they, uh, we've got a save the day story when uh, they were listening to Jeremy Vine. Oh, yeah. And he kind of saved the day for them because years ago, my dad 
bought something. We were on holiday in Ornsey, and there was like um, a bomb on the beach. Not not a big bomb. It oh, was right, like okay. the, the the planes had been doing like exercises. Right, right. And right, it was right. buried in the sand. Yes. He said, "Let's go down there and collect some shells," but yeah. that's not quite what I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he, he he took we took it home. I don't know why he collected it. Wow. It's a weird thing to want to put in a box old cavalier. Yeah. It? <laughs> so he he took it home, but it stayed behind the shed for years. Yeah. And uh, then one day they were listening to Radio 2 and yeah. uh, there was a phone in about unexploded World War stuff. Oh, my goodness. So my mum panicked. Of course, said, why wouldn't you? Yeah, well, Jeremy Vines you, just you, said that... that... Yeah, and you've got this bomb behind the shed, you oh. lunatic. And then they ran the police and the bomb squad came. My goodness. And they cornered off the street, took it away. All because of your dad? All because of my dad. Who's a clever bloke? Like Who's, yeah, who's a, a fireman? Know, fireman. <laughs> you know, risk of... <laughs> who does that? will be fine, that. Be all right. about that. I've got all the stuff to put the fire out if it goes. Anyway. I, I don't know why you did it. I think you might... A bit of scrap value or something. <laughs> 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 ridiculous, isn't it? Well, if you have been a hero, uh, big or small, you've saved a horse from a burning building or whatever Sarah said, <laughs> or uh, maybe you've saved a Big Mac from your brother's mouth. I'm a, I want it. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. Good morning. It's the Jason Manford Show. Hope you're very well. Did you see the story this week about um, Weatherspoons? Yeah. Uh, they've been in the paper, uh, and not for the usual, uh, you know, blood on the dance floor type reasons. <laughs> uh, they've decided, that your man who owns Weatherspoons, I, I don't know his name and I can't be bothered learning it, uh, but he um, is going to stop selling champagne, Prosecco and German beers. Uh, that was the big headline. Wow. Weatherspoon stopped selling champagne because of Brexit. Uh, J.D. Weatherspoon's plan to replace champagne with non-European Union sparkling wines. Company founder Tim Martin, there we go, we found out, who campaigned for Brexit, said it was part of a transition away from products made in the EU. Right. This is what he's done now. I mean, I can't help thinking, and it's been a while since I've been in a Weatherspoon's, and yeah. I don't mean to be snobby about it, but were they selling much... Champers. Champagne. Let's get dressed up, darling, and have a two-for-one curry and wash it down with a bit of moe. I can't help thinking it'll have the same financial implication of Alfred mm-hmm. stop selling cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, no, no one was going there for that. I don't, they, he has, has he stopped selling Prosecco? Because that is a big... That be is picket a big deal. lines. Yeah, that There'll is a big deal. be riots for that. I just find it so... It's clearly... There's obviously another reason here, which is... Yeah, there's is, an agenda, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, I get this, his agenda. He, vo- he wanted Brexit and all that. Whatever way you voted, well, I'm not bothered. I don't care anymore. It's happening, it's happening. But he clearly doesn't sell many bottles of champagne anyway. Yeah, Decided yeah. to make a point of it. Yeah. And he's made a huge point of it. He's not going to sell German beers. It's just going to be British beers now or, or non-EU beers. No Prosecco, no champagne, all that. But... I think there's going to... And, and his sort of customers, I think most of them are like, fine, not bothered, I wasn't buying any champagne. What's he going to do about Guinness? Mmm. Eh? Yes, that's I think he's going to. I think he's going to come unstuck there. St. Patrick's Day when there's no one in. Yeah, <laughs> empty. It's empty. Just one no, man in a boater yeah. sipping champagne from a mid- vineyard that, that, in Surrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is better. I think he might come a cropper there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think no. that might come back to I think to so bite. too. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Uh, Scott Bennett's my guest this morning. We're talking oh. about saving the day. Saving yeah. the... Not quite your dad uh, being a firefighter, but uh, some people have been getting stuck in with uh, with their stories on the text. Uh, Jason, walking back... This is Mark in Atherston. Walking back from my 40th birthday party, dressed as Superman. 
dressed as Superman. That's right. the time to be doing it. Now he set this up. <laughs> I so helped this a, needs to be good. I helped a bloke who'd had a blowout and swerved into a grass verge. <laughs> Imagine. Superman meets RAC, innit? Just an overweight <laughs> Superman stood there. I got here as fast as I could, Mark said to the really? guy. I absolutely love that. <laughs> did he? That's what he said. Oh, that's brilliant. That's, I love that. Did he jack the car up or did he just pick it up? Because <laughs> that would have been good, had to drink. <laughs> Don't worry about the jack, mate. I've, I've got, got that. I've got that. The Superman's I'll bend back, my knees. done in for the rest of the, the, rest of the day. Because <laughs> to the doctors in the Superman outfit. <laughs> well, you've been doing anything extreme? No, no, no. It's a bit of kryptonite left. <laughs> I'm not going to have my system. Yeah. Uh, so, let us know the times you saved the day. I'm also, uh, I spoke to the, the boys from uh, Queer Eye, the Netflix show, Queer, uh, the, the, the reimagining mm. of uh, Queer Eye for Straight Guy. I spoke to them uh, last week, so we'll be chatting. Uh, that'll be played out uh, in the next hour as well. So stick around on Absolute Radio. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hope you well this morning. Uh, this Father's Day, Happy Father's Day to all the uh, all the good dads out there. Yeah, just the good ones. <laughs> there's some there's some guys not not pulling their weight. Absolutely, I've got yeah. to say. There's some there's a lot of there's, and there's some mixed feelings this morning as well on a Father's Day. There's some mums out there who are having to do two jobs. Yeah, so yeah. fair play to you guys. They as should well. be getting the Father's Day cards. You should be absolutely making your own breakfast in bed. I don't know yeah. how that works. But, yeah, uh, fair play to you. <laughs> Scott Bennett is with us till eleven. Uh, after eleven, you've got uh, Sarah Champion. She'll be here. Uh, Pete Donaldson after two. Uh, the request show with Claire Sturgis at six o'clock tonight and eight o'clock tonight with James Bay. Fifty years of the Isle of Wight festival. So. Make sure you tune in for that if you're up and about and around. Uh, talking this morning about saving the day. Saving the day. I think I've got my favourite one. I think on, we've then. got our Egg Cup winner. Right. We have Egg Cups on this show. Do you? Yeah. Do people still have boiled eggs? Is that <sighs> Massive, mate. Right. Massive. Ma- they'd never go out of fashion of boiled eggs. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah, and obviously vegans, uh, they just put a little radish in it. Uh, so <laughs> you can, they, they can be used for everybody, multifunctional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl in Norwich has said, uh, Hi, Jason, I saved the day. Well, not me, my wife. She helped deliver a baby on a grass verge a couple of years ago. Was that when Superman was changing the tire? He was busy up the road, wasn't he? There's a lot of grass verges. Gra- but I guess that's where accidents happen. Yeah, well, that's incredible. So she... Completely got the towels out, or what? What's well, he, he just he simply says, "My wife helped deliver a baby on a grass verge a couple of years ago. I sat in the car nearby with headphones on, listening to music. I didn't want to hear the screams. Unbelievable! Wow, Carl. he weren't even on hand. That is a that is a man who's not getting a Father's That's... Day card. <laughs> <laughs> just sat there and go flicking through the radio. That there's an egg cup on its way, but it's for your wife, Carl, not for wow. you. Unbelievable. Unbelievable! Yeah, that is amazing. Although, although our second kid was a quick we nearly had her in the car oh really yeah I had to she was just like seconds away I don't know how oh. Gemma drove <laughs> hey <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah luckily mine of all well not mine but my wife's all, all been just dragged out just have they? Like, yeah like literally like why would you want to come out well, yeah. I mean, it's freezing out here for one, and the world's mental, isn't it? So, just, I mean, even if you just, even just muted, you're hearing Donald Trump on the telly. You must be thinking, nah. A couple of more weeks, I'll stay. I might go for a full elephant gestation here. until <laughs> <laughs> till the next next yeah. round of. I'll work yeah. out what's happening with Brexit first, then I'll come. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. 2020, I'm coming out <laughs> yeah. when it's all settled. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be speaking to uh, the fellas from. 
Queer Eye. Spoke to them uh, last week, so I'll play you that little interview very shortly as well. And uh, and we're going to move on as well. I'm, we're going to be talking about uh, little, just the things that you're good at. But not, I don't want big things. I don't mm. want you to run 100 metres like Usain Bolt. I'm talking pointless gifts that you just seem to have. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Now, what a story I read in a paper. I read in the paper this week. That's just to prove that I'm reading it. Uh, psychic. Yeah, yeah, you're in already. I'm in. I, I, I a love psychic. a story like this. Uh, psychic claims she can sense when people are close to dying mm. by smell. That's troubling, yeah. isn't it? I smell dead people. Uh, Ari Carla from Australia worked as a legal secretary before quitting her nine-to-five job this year and pursuing her career as a professional psychic. <laughs> That's almost as ridiculous as professional comedian. Uh, a professional psychic, uh, she claims that uh, she can smell when people are near death, but described her gift as useless, hmm. as she can't do anything to save them. <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, what's the point? It's utterly pointless. She first discovered her sixth sense when she visited her dying uncle, aged 12, and smelled a sickly sweet odour that no one else in her family could pick up. Now she teaches women how to harness their inner psychic powers, but revealed... She never tells people when she notices the smell of death on them as it's not her place. <laughs> I love the fact... Absolute rubbish. Do you know when she said that she, had the, she smelled a sickly sweet odour? Yeah. She might have had a bit of sherbet up her nose or something. Easy done. Maybe you just <laughs> had some t- sweets on the side. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not a fan of the psychics. No. I think they're an absolute rip-off. Uh, you know, pl- plaguing on uh, vulnerable people, often for money. So yeah, it does wind me up. It's a lot of cold reading. The best thing I've read in, in this story, she says, I was depressed working a nine-to-five job. Yeah, not as much as her colleagues. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that just... Every time she just... Well, help. Is that, is also, she's not even going to tell you. Yeah, well, she would just be like, um, you're looking forward to Christmas? Don't buy any presents. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good holiday, will you? It's your last one. <laughs> yeah, a, I mean, imagine having that power over. It's playing God, mate. That's what that is. Useless skills. That's what I'm after this morning. And and being a and saying you're a psychic is a useless skill. I mean, I've been to see a couple, and you just think, come on. It's cold reading, but when they start, I like it when they go. The aura's dimming above you, love. I'm moving on. Yeah, because they've got nothing <laughs> out of it. You've been rumbled. I also think about people in my life who've passed away, and if they did manage to get back and find somebody, you know, a medium to be able to talk through them, why are they not direct? Why are they like, hey, ask him uh, if the colour orange means anything to him. (laughs) He'll know what I'm talking about. Don't worry about it. Yeah, why aren't they they just... Why is your granddad not just saying, the money is under the sofa? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. why go through a woman or a a, a man in a working man's club in Runcorn? Exactly. Why why pick that channel? Why is he getting getting me to spend £25 a ticket to sit in a room? I love that, yeah. I'll I'll speak to you, son, but it's going to cost everyone 25 quid who you don't know. <laughs> and there's pie weird. and peas at the interval. Right, now he's here. Now they're here. Why don't you just just my first is in cave, yeah. but not in dog. Yeah. He was a like, trickster as granddad. <laughs> Even in death, yeah. he was still winding us up. Yeah, I, I, I don't like the idea that she's when she said that she can uh, it, it completely useless, can't do anything to save them. Just yes. like the idea of her sitting next to someone with a spike through the middle, going, oh, "I think the end I, is nigh." I can smell. Smell it on you. <laughs> yes, I can. Ring smell an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Pointless talents. Is there anything that you are you're good at but po- absolutely pointless? Jill mm. Jones, 
She said on Facebook, when I was a teenager, I taught myself where each button was on the remote control so that I never had to look at it. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I know that's... I get that. That's the sort of stuff you've got time for when yeah, you're a teenager. absolutely. She says, my argument was that if I ever became blind, I could still manage the TV without realising that if I did become blind, there would be no use for the TV. Not one of my best moments. <laughs> It's like trying to get round the room without touching the floor. That's the other thing you do when you're that a kid. That is a good skill, though. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like really low budget ninja warrior. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love that game. The other game I like is um, is racing people. I said this to David or Doctor the other week because it just I love it. It's where you're racing people on the street who don't know they're in a race. <laughs> walking. Yeah, you know you're just walking and you're just like I'm going to beat that guy to a yeah. lamppost. Oh, love that. I proper celebrate as well. Like Cutting people up. T-shirt over my head, <laughs> running around. <laughs> uh, so let us know your pointless talents. What are you good at that is utterly useless? Jason. 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 Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. We're talking this morning about uh, your pointless talents. Yeah. Absolute pointless talent. So uh, let us know if you've got any of them. Uh, if you can think of anything more pointless than being able to smell death and not be able to save a life. Incredible. I mean, my wife's brother does sound effects. Okay, well, that's... It's it's incredible. Yeah, is he really good at it? Yeah, but the one that I love is he'll be in the car with his dad mm. and he'll do this, he'll go... What, like a tire like going the windows oh, the window. open, and then watch his dad desperately oh, that's trying good. to shut all the windows and the air vents. What a good little and trick. And then when he stop, he'll stop, when he, and then ten minutes later he'll go... And it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. This, it, God, what's the... I'm taking I this guess car if back. they do make, uh, you know, a Police Academy again. <laughs> yeah, it's a wasted skill. You, you can, can maybe do, do that. Whole firework displays. It's incredible. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, what about this but one from, from Dawn? Hi, Jason. I can tell when the two minutes on my electric toothbrush is nearly up without counting down. She just knows when it's going to finish. She even sometimes does a 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and it stops. That's Rain Man level, that is No it? use at all, but uh, pretty, you know, pretty mm. good. Pretty good if you can do it. Pointless talents. Moo uh, Berry. My totally pointless uh, talent is I can drink a pint of Guinness in under six seconds. It only comes in handy when the taxi turns up at the pub a bit early. That is, I mean, is that a skill or, or a danger to yourself and others? I think he makes that talent happen every time or they make that talent, like, I reckon they leave a Guinness to the end. That <laughs> may be, yeah. <laughs> Danny Loughborough, I was unbeatable at Thumb War as a kid. Oh, one, two, three, Due four. to my curly, double-jointed thumbs. No one could catch me. At nine years old, I really thought I had a future in the sport. Needless to say, my career took another direction and I'm now a project manager that my mum's, my mum's, my thumbs come in no use for. Curly thumbs? Curly thumbs, mate, it's a thing. It's out there in the world. <laughs> I know, I'm the same. Imagine man. his handshakes at project management meetings. Also, when they, when when a project's going well and he gives them a thumbs up, they're like, is that a thumbs up? Or what's, why is his thumb lying down? Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Uh, now, talking this morning, we've been talking about pointless talents, little mm. things that you can do. Uh, loads of people messing me. Uh, Laura says, I can fit a Pringle lid into my mouth. How did she find that out? I mean, that's, I mean, I, I like Pringles, but once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rowan Jones, I can stick my foot in my armpit while standing. Total useless talent. I mean, you say useless, it depends what you're doing. Well, yeah, <laughs> there is. Uh, Matthew Harris, I'm the fastest fitter of an indicator light at the BMW factory. 
I don't believe that for a second. No. Definitely not happened. Uh, so, <laughs> I've, I've seen BMWs. Well, they, should, they should knock money off the bill when he's doing it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'll have him. It's 40 quid cheaper. Yeah, they don't get used anyway. Uh, now, <laughs> this uh, this week, um, I well, last week I spoke to... Uh, my, one of my favourite shows on Netflix is... Uh, is called uh, Queer Eye. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, it's the reimagining. I remember Queer the original. Eye with yeah, a yeah. Straight guy. And uh, oh man, I love it. I just I, I binged it. Anyway, the second series is out, so I caught up with the Fab Five. What I love about the updated version is that you've really spread it out. You've opened it up. You deal with so many issues. I mean, you talk about race, you talk about homophobia, you talk about modern, just the modern world we're in. Is there any challenges as you come to an episode when you meet somebody that you just think, this one's going to be a tough one? Personally, I don't think so because of the, what's beautiful about the show is that we have each other. So mm. even when we're engaging in these culturally relevant conversations, if one of us feels as if we can't tackle it, yeah. we have four other guys that have the knowledge and who are expertise. And that's what's beautiful about this because if there's a moment where I'm like, I don't know what to do, which is rare, um, I just turn it. <laughs> any one of these guys and I'm like hey what what should humility. I do that's yeah. my humility it doesn't feel patronising it doesn't no. right. feel like no. you're sort of saying look, we, we've sorted our lives out yeah. and now we've come to fix you yeah, right. like it never felt like that even no. though mostly no. you look like you've sorted no, your lives out because quite, <laughs> quite honestly we, we still have a lot to learn like yeah. we never say to the hero or to anybody we've got our ish figured out mm. like we're still learning the amount of stuff that they've taught us is astounding mm-hmm. so we never go in saying we know better just yeah. because we're gay this is a, a very much an open conversation <laughs> you know that would be a thing. That would be amazing. That was the alternative title. Exactly. I know. We know better because we're gay. Being a homosexual. Yeah. I would watch that. Yeah. I would watch that. Well. Every single one of our heroes, they all, I think, said, I think every single one, that I thought that you guys were going to come in and find everything that was wrong with me, mm. pick me apart and tell you this is wrong and that is wrong. But instead, you went in and tried to find every single thing that was good about me and remind me that or show mm-hmm. me that. In the series, like, it's sort of equal. But when I actually look at what you're doing, Bobby, I mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, all, everyone's doing a great job. You get to make some nice, lovely food. You get to buy some short sleeve t-shirts. You get to, look, you know, you say, look in the I mirror, feel better about yourself. You, but yeah. you, you're building a, like a whole house. Bob the Builder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you get there, you must, you must be looking around thinking, "Oh, crikey! I wish I was the I wish I was the courage guy." I know. I'm like, when are we gonna When are we gonna do the episode when we get to like switch roles? I know. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. No, I you know, that. I knew going into this yeah. that I was gonna have the most time-consuming job. Yeah. You know, and I literally get asked this every interview: "How's it feel to be the hardest worker?" And I'm like, "I'm not. <laughs> I just happen to be the one that has the, the most time-consuming." It's relative, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Still, you know, you but still at do the difficult end of the day, jobs. if he didn't have them standing there in his underwear getting them to be you know seeing themselves in a different way yeah. and he wasn't helping encouraging them and he wasn't teaching them how to cook yeah. and Jonathan wasn't transforming their head me doing their house would have absolutely they would have zero still importance. messed up but with yeah. a tiny room so, yeah. 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 you know exactly they're a mess in a pretty place yeah. um, so every single one of us brings something different you know, I, I just got happen to be in a time consuming month I've actually learned a lot from the show I must right. like, I genuinely like, tell us I, I what you learned oh I'm gonna learn. tell us about us as a dad I don't bother moisturising and using you know as you can see yeah Um, but I don't have time wow Bobby I thought you were the nice one no no unbelievable 
Yeah. Some okay. jumped up builder having a go at me. Bob the bitchy builder. <laughs> but no, I, I genuinely, from watching it, there were certain things that I, there was certain things that you said when it was the guy who had loads of kids because I got five children. Right. And there was yeah, and the, the, the episode with the guy, the parents you with loads of kids. Have five children. Come on. Good I have no idea. Mate, you're from the Good north. For you know you. it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no TV in your house, mate. What, what are you? Yeah, five children, all eight and under. Yeah. Wow. So it's wow. a lot. Yeah. Your poor missus. My God, your wife. Just... Well, I have two wives, so that helps. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, an ex-wife. Good for you. We're not like the responsibilities. Good for you. Not gone down that yeah. road. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know it is a lot. It's a lot going on and touring and all the other things. But there was a couple of things. There was an episode where you were talking to the, this family, this guy with all these kids, and you just said to him, you know, you got to take time for yourself sometimes. Because yeah. as a dad, and you know as well as a, yes. as a dad, Cramer, you that you wake up in the morning and the difference is when you've got kids is everyone else can wake up and go what am I doing today but as a parent you wake up and go right where are they mm-hmm. are they still alive yeah. how do I keep them alive all day exactly exactly things like miserable well, <laughs> it's I'm actually kidding, I'm kidding, I'm it's, it's, it's important that we address those things because a lot yeah. of times you know it, not just for the parents but mm. for everyone we forget how to check in with ourselves and say what do I need and you can't be great for other people unless you're great for yourself first and that's what's most important so the fact yeah. that you picked up on that I'm glad because it's only going to make you a better husband a yeah. better father because you're taking care of yourself first gonna live by is that. this the most American-y conversation you've had in a really long time yeah, yeah. But then, I, like, I knew you were thinking it I know but I love it I, I love, love it. it it's great because it's, it's exactly what I wanted it's funny when I'm in America I never see it and just as I was sat here in England I was like oh my gosh you, we are so, you Americans. guys are so American he's wearing a Tabasco t-shirt I know he's not All that right. off you sound more British than you've ever sounded before even this outfit I was nervous Come back and when I was getting dressed this morning, I was thinking, right, I'm going to see the guys. Do you know the other thing I learned was actually spending a bit of time. I did buy some face wash and moisturizer and stuff instead of just soap. Good. Yeah. The big thing I learned, and this is for all the fellas listening, right? The reason, uh, sort of stereotypically, women spend so much time getting ready and spending that is because they get to spend a bit of time with themselves. Yeah. 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 Wow. What I a revelation. Know, I know. You can spend like Love 10, 15 minutes just washing your face. <laughs> I'm a moisturizer. Leave me alone. Yeah. 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 It's nice. It's great because when you got kids, you can't even you can't even yeah. go to the loo without them. Yeah. You know, just it. the fingers under the door. <laughs> yeah. You're really oh, selling you're, having I kids. Oh, you're I making it like I can't wait. The new series of Queer Eye on Netflix uh, now, and you can watch the whole of that interview uh, on YouTube via the uh, Absolute Radio uh, Twitter page. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. It's the Jason Manford Show on this Father's Day. Will you see your kids today? Or you? Yes, yes. seen them later. Yeah, after Lovely. the preview, I'm going to go home, catch up with them, and yeah. open my oh, handmade. Who knows? Slime. Yes, that'll be fun. <laughs> I've got. Um, I've booked a great day today. Go on. I'm really proud of myself. Well, because I've been on tour, I've not really seen a lot of my family. Like my, obviously, obviously, I've seen my direct family, but mm. you've not got time for cousins and yeah, all that lot, you know. And peripheral. Uh, yeah, I mean, my mum is one of eleven, you know, so it's a big family. Wow, big family. You know, they've got partners, they've got kids, they've got partners, they've got kids. You know, there's a lot, a lot of people. So I booked a field. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's a field? With a little, with like a clubhouse. You I was going to say that that's just weird, didn't you? No. you can't just put them in a field. <laughs> I booked a fi- get this. This is, what, this is what we're doing. It's a fam- Manford family fun day, oh, and uh, I booked bouncy castle, oh. face painters, uh, glitter face people, barbecue, and 
we're having a sports day. You're really upstaging my pub lunch here, Jason. A full sports day. And then we finish with a two-hour game of rounders. Oh. 40 people playing well, rounders. That's going to take hours. It's going to... It does take a couple of hours. <laughs> it is the most competitive game you've ever... We played a couple of years ago, and I remember my brother taking me out on, on the second base. Like, really? it was... It's a tough game. <laughs> You're going to need insurance. You just this. see these, like, 60-year-old blokes, like, taking down seven-year-olds, like, get out of it! You're <laughs> out! He's dog-eat-dog! You're out, mate! <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> so that's it. what I'm doing all afternoon, wow. oh. so... Ooh, limber up for that. Yeah, then. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, God, I've played fun. rounders for years. Love this summer about rounders. Are you a t- are you a tapper or a wallop? No, I wallop it, mate. Do you go? Yeah. I absolutely. I wallop used to it. hate the people that tap to the nah. back, like little strategic. Snide. That, that's not a rounder. That's snide. Just, that's, getting, yeah. yeah like that's, my my auntie Yvonne does that. <laughs> little snide. Little snide. You want one. one where you're sending the kids into the trees like Ray right, Mears. Gone, mate. <laughs> gone. You have to try and catch that. It's on the M6, that one. Hit the balls out of that, <laughs> Nana! <laughs> That's the sort of thing Sending I'm after. Sending Nana this. off with a new hit. Yeah, off you go. <laughs> Scott Bennett, tell us where people can see you. Uh, I'm going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe this year. Scott Bennett, leap year. 5.55pm, just the tonic, the mash house. Lovely. Uh, uh, and if you follow me on Twitter, Scott B Comedy UK, and I'll stick my dates up on there. There you go, lovely stuff. And of course, we'll be able to see the clubs around. Yes, absolutely. The UK. Yeah, all over. Yeah, I'll put the dates up. Yeah, I'm all over. And you did, you ended up doing some writing for uh, was it Chris Ramsey? And yes, yeah. I did the writing on the Chris Ramsey show, which right. was fantastic. Yeah, really brilliant enjoyed stuff. it. So it's been brilliant. So yeah. I had a good year. Great year. Good man. Go and see Scott if you see him in a, a comedy club near you. Go and see him. And if you're heading up to the Edinburgh Festival, uh, make sure you look out for Scott Bennett Leap Year. Have a lovely week. Enjoy the rest of your Father's Day to all those fantastic. Fantastic dads and stepdads and uh, for people obviously with no, dads who are no longer with us, uh, thoughts are with you and for mums doing two jobs. So have a great Sunday. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So on the show, I spoke to the guys from uh, Queer Eye, the new Netflix uh, series that's going into its second series. Uh, we only played a little snippet on the live show, but for the podcast, here is the full chat with four of the Fab Five. I've got to say, this is the first one of these I've ever done. Because oh. it comes through, I, my show's on a Sunday. They come through, I see the emails, you know, all the guys, some Marvel people are around plugging their thing. <laughs> no I'm like, deal. I'm not coming in on a Thursday to do that. <laughs> oh, you know, Wolverine's in. Uh, you know, <laughs> Harry and Meghan. I'm not bothered. I'm too busy. <laughs> Queer Eye guys are in. I'm like, put me down. Put yeah. me down. <laughs> That's I'm the way in. it should be. This is the way it yeah. fi- Honestly, I am <laughs> such a huge fan of this show. Oh. To a point where a few weeks ago, before we even knew we were chatting, on the show, we did a subject which was people off the telly who you'd like to be your friends. Oh. Genuinely, that was yeah. the topic we did. And I said, I've just seen this show on Netflix. You've got to watch it. I said, these guys, they're like... I mean, there is a Marvel... I mean, I mentioned Marvel. There's a Marvel thing going on with you guys. It's, it's sort of Avengers heroes. Assemble. <laughs> are, are we like to bring Yeah. It's our tights. You've all got your own special talent that you bring together. Yeah. A little bit like, do you remember Captain Planet? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Captain Planet. He's Captain... our hero. Yes. He's going to take pollution down to zero. Exactly. Yeah. I've heard of him. <laughs> oh my exactly. gosh, it's the pollution in people's lives. This is what you guys zero. are. You are fire and earth. Water I'm and water. I'm hard. You are. No, I'm hard. You're fire. You're all special. 
I'm so glad we're on the same wavelength. I know, right? I just worked it out. I worked (laughs) it out. Now, on the show, what I love about the updated version is that you've really spread it out. You've opened it up. Uh, It feels a lot more... Not that the last show wasn't inclusive, but it feels so broadly inclusive of everybody. You deal with so many issues. I mean, you talk about race, you talk about homophobia, you talk about modern, uh, just the modern world we're in. Is there any challenges as you come to an episode when you meet somebody that you just think, this one's going to be a tough one? Personally, I don't think so, because what's beautiful about the show is that we have each other. So Mm -hmm. even when we're engaging in these culturally relevant conversations, if one of us feels as if we can't tackle it, we have four other guys that have the knowledge and who are expertise. And that's what's beautiful about this, because if there's a moment where I'm like, I don't know what to do, which is rare, um, I just turn (laughs) to any one of these guys and I'm like, hey, what what should I do? That's my humility. Make him a toasting. Get that fixed. (laughs) It's also definitely a testament towards uh, casting for really picking uh, like super vulnerable guys who are like yeah. really ready for a change and when they're not like I'm just thinking about Neil Reddy for example as soon as we met him mm. he did not engage in any eye contact with us yeah. whatsoever yeah. but by like asking somebody personal questions and if they don't respond to that then you share your story and it becomes a conversation it's not yes. just a one-sided it thing it doesn't feel patronizing it doesn't no. right. feel like no. you're uh, sort of saying like, we, we've sorted our lives out yeah. and now we've come to fix yeah, you right. like it never felt like that even no. though mostly no. you look like you've sorted no, your lives out because quite, <laughs> quite honestly we, we still have a lot to learn like it, we're, yeah. we never say to the hero or to anybody we've got our ish figured out mm. like we're still learning the amount of stuff that they've taught us is astounding and the amount that these boys teach me is astounding we teach each other mm-hmm. so we never go in saying we know better just yeah. because we're gay this is a, a very much an open conversation <laughs> you know that would be a thing every, <laughs> that'd be amazing that was the alternative title exactly. I know we know better because we're yeah. gay being a homosexual no. uh, yeah. <laughs> I would watch that yeah. I would watch that so every single one of our body. heroes they all I think said I think every single one that I thought that you guys were going to come in and find everything that was wrong with me mm. and pick me apart and tell you this is wrong and that is wrong. But instead, you went in and tried to find every single thing that was good about me and remind me that or mm-hmm. show me that. And that's really what it was all about is yeah. showing these guys what makes them them and what makes them amazing mm. and just helping them see that again. In the series, like I mean, it's equal in a sort of uh, sort of. It's sort of equal. But when I actually look at what you're doing, Bobby, I mean, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, all, everyone's doing a great job. You get to make some nice, lovely food. You get to buy some short sleeve T-shirts. You get to, look, you know, <laughs> you say, look in the I mirror, feel better about yourself. You, but yeah. you, you're building up like a whole house. That is good. Bob the Builder. Yeah. <laughs> when you get there, you must, think, you must be looking around thinking, oh, crikey, I wish I was the, I wish I, wish I was the courage guy. I know, I'm like, when are we gonna, when are we gonna do the episode when we get to like switch roles? I know. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. No, I you know, that. I knew going into this yeah. that I was gonna have the most time consuming job, yeah. you know, and I literally get asked this every interview, how's it feel to be the hardest worker? And I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I just happen to be the one that has the, the most time consuming. It's relative, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, still, you know, you still but do at difficult the end of the day, if he didn't have them standing there in his underwear, getting them to be, you know, seeing themselves in a different way, yeah. and he wasn't helping, encouraging them, and he wasn't teaching them how to cook, yeah. and Jonathan wasn't transforming their head, me doing their house would have absolutely they would have zero still importance. messed up, but with yeah. a tidy room. So yeah. 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 You know, exactly. They're a mess in a pretty place. Yeah. Um, so every single one of us brings something different. You know, I, I just I've got happen to, to be yeah. in a time-consuming moment. I, I actually learned a lot from the show. I must right. like, I genuinely like tell us. I, I wonder what you learned. Oh, I'm going to <laughs> tell us about us. <laughs> I have learned a lot because as a as a dad, I often uh, like I don't bother moisturizing and using uh, yeah. 
yeah, you I know, see, I see that. as yeah. you can see, yeah. Um, but I don't have time. Wow, Bobby, I thought you were the nice one. Uh, no. no. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Some jumped up builder having a go at me. Bob the bitchy builder. <laughs> but no, I, I genuinely, from watching it, there were certain things that I mean, there was certain things that you said when it was the guy who had loads of kids because I got five children, right? right? And there was yeah, and the, the, the episode with the guy, the parents you with loads of kids, have five children. Come on, I have no idea. Mate, you're from the Good north. You know you. how it works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no TV in your house, mate. What, what you? Yeah, five children, all eight and under. Yeah, wow. so wow. it's a lot. Oh, yeah. Your poor missus. My God, your wife. Well, I have two wives, so that helps. Uh, uh, yeah, what an ex-wife. Good for you. We're not like the responsibilities. Good for you. Not gone down that road. <laughs> but yeah, it's you know it is a lot. It's a lot going on and touring and all the other things. But there was a couple of things like there was w- there was an episode where where you were talking to the, this family, this guy with all these kids, and you just said to him, you know, you got to take time for yourself sometimes. Because yeah. as a dad, and you know as well as a, yes. as a dad, Cramble, you that like you wake up in the morning, and the difference is when you got kids is everyone else can wake up and go, what am I doing today? But as a as a parent, you wake up and go, right, where are they? Mm-hmm. Are they still alive? Yeah. How do I keep them alive all day? Exactly. Like, that's his job, you know. Yeah. So that sounds things like miserable. Well, <laughs> it's I'm actually good. Yeah, it's, it's important that we address those things because a lot yeah. of times, and you know, it, not just for the parents, but mm. for everyone, we forget how to check in with ourselves and say, "What do I need?" And you can't be great for other people unless you're great for yourself first, and that's what's most important. So the fact yeah. that you picked up on that, I'm glad because it's only going to make you a better husband, a yeah. better father, because you're taking care of yourself first. Yeah, and you want them to go, "All oh, right, we're uh, and you're unconscious, like. and you're unconsciously yeah. modeling the behavior that yeah. they will." pick up on so if they see you taking care of yourself they'll know self-care is important too what does mama ru say if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Amen. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Matt, that. I'm going to live by is that. Is this the most American-y conversation you've had in a really long time? Yeah, yeah. but then, I, like, I knew you were thinking it. I know, but I love it. I, I love it. it. It's great. Because it's, it's exactly what I wanted. It's funny. When I'm in America, I never see it. And just as I was sat here in England, I was like, oh my gosh, you, we are so, you guys Americans. are so American. He's wearing a Tabasco t shirt. I know. All right. You sound more British than you've ever sounded before. I'll tell you, even this outfit, I was nervous. You've got to come back and read When I was getting dressed this morning, I was thinking, right, I'm going to see the guy. I even look, I even color coordinated like my his, trainer. I, like I did notice. I did a t shirt. Your hair looks nice today, Jason. Yes. I did actually do my hair. I noticed. As well. I've seen it when you're on Bobby. stage, love. It doesn't look like that. It looks no. great today. Well done. Right, thanks very yeah. much. All right. did, do you know the other thing I learned was actually spending a bit of time. I did buy some face wash and moisturizer and stuff instead of just soap. Good. Yeah. And I've, I learned something. I le- the big thing I learned, and this is for all the fellas listening, right? The reason, uh, sort of stereotypically, women spend so much time getting ready and uh, spending that is because they get to spend a bit of time with themselves. Yeah. 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 Wow. What I a revelation. Know, I know. You can spend like 10, 15 minutes just washing your face. Put on the moisturizer. Leave me alone. Yeah. 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 I'm busy. It's nice. It's great. Because when you've got kids, you can't even, you can't even yeah. go to the loo without them. You know? <laughs> I get under the door. Yeah. You're really selling having kids. I can't wait. What you I love about it? season two is that we yeah. actually have another father and we actually get deeper more okay. than we do in season one with um, exploring... Sorry, Jonathan was in here. Yeah, we get we get we explore more the idea of like what it is to be a parent and how to take care of yourself. And I think that's really amazing because a lot of times we only talk about what happens with women and the guilt that mothers feel, but we never talk about it from the father's perspective. Mm -hmm. And I was really glad that we all got to help lead Mm -hmm. that conversation in a new way from season one. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be great. Now, Tan, when you obviously now you're over here in the UK again, you sort of even your accents come back a little bit. I know, I know. That's what I said. 
used yeah. to recharge it about every six months. I, know, it's I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> is there going to be at some point? I mean, because it's beautifully set, Atlanta, and we yeah. get to see a part of the world, like yeah. especially in the UK, we don't normally get to see. Yeah. What about a Doncaster edition? Uh, so I honestly would love, uh, I, I pray that we get to do more and more seasons. Yeah. And I hope that one day we get to, not even just a, a full season, even if it's just a couple of episodes, I would love to go to Dirty Donny and uh, do a couple of episodes. <laughs> they call it Dirty Donny. It's not, I love Doncaster. But yeah, I would love to go up north and do that. And it's not just to make, it's not just for the physical, it's not just for the aesthetic. It's, yeah. It really is to change the minds. I was born and raised in, in the north of England. And let me tell you, it, it's hard for a mm. person that's like me and so I would love to go back and say let's have a conversation about it and let's change the dialogue between my people and um, and everybody else yeah mm. yeah I'd like that yeah a Yorkshire a Yorkshire queer a eye. Yorkshire queer eye. queer eye for the mm-hmm. Yorkshire guy yeah <laughs> yeah I'm kind of into that I actually think it would good luck guys really yeah. well. <laughs> that would be and, and what your experience over here is there any oh, in general actually is we've we've seen you deal with you know normal people that uh, week to week is there anybody famous out there that you've seen that you think they need the queer eye touch we could sort them out uh, did you see what Rod Stewart wore yesterday, you guys? No? No. Okay, somebody showed me earlier. Um, Whatever it is, he's Rod Stewart. I, I, I know. know. Ordinarily, Tread I would lightly. say the same. Ordinarily, I would say the same. And this is yeah. just about his style. Yeah. He wore a full floral suit with a different colored floral shirt and a camo belt and a floral Gucci loafer. Uh-uh. Print on, print on, print on. Is that too much floral? It's a lot. I love, you know from the show, I love a floral. Yes. Um, yeah. But <laughs> let's c- calm down, love. Yeah. <laughs> Play no, your It'd be nice to hit up your parliament. Like, why not go in there? I love what they wear at Parliament. Yeah, I love a good wig. Know. Yeah, we love a wig. Uh, I don't think Jonathan would agree with those wigs. I would say anyone no. extreme on the political spectrum on either side. Yeah, either There's side. A little bit exactly. of like moving towards the yeah, middle. A little bit these of colour. Yeah. Keep lives. it general and Canadian. That's yeah. my brand. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were hoping you were going to help me today. Uh, so this were, these Ooh. are uh, this is Queer Eye for the Northern Guy. Yes. Uh, this is for. Wait, this where is in me. the north are you from? Bolton. I'm from Manchester. Oh, you from Manchester? Yeah. Okay. Well, not Bolton. Crikey, come on. Still got me all my own teeth uh, so <laughs> this, you? this, this yeah. is me this was me about uh, when was this this was Help the Hero so this was about six maybe eight years ago probably okay. longer nine years ago okay. something like that eight years okay. ago do you right. still pose you like that you only had two kids then I do still pose like that so I want you not to pose like that anymore okay. because <laughs> Please tell me. I can take this. I am. I am. I'm going to tell you something. When you walked in here, Mm. you walk in with such a big presence and you're shrinking and shrinking in that photo. I want you not to. Because that was eight years ago. He's a really big deal now. (laughs) The confidence I'm showing you. I'm still a bit old. Yeah. Smile. Your eyes are bright. Your teeth are beautiful. Smile. Like, don't do that in photos. So, this image, I wouldn't let Tan eat from the plate on the right because he's definitely allergic to cucumbers. All right. So, this is a meal I made. You're allergic to cucumbers? Yeah. And so is Bobby. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not as, I'm not as badly as he is, but Terribly I'm terribly allergic to Who knew? Who knew that was a thing? I did. Well, I, was <laughs> I definitely knew. So this is this is for you, Anthony. Uh, this is a meal I cook for my kids. They they're addicted to chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Oh, that's what that is. I said, what kind of chicken makes heart shaped? Yeah, nuggets? I love I'm food so that's in the shape yeah. of yeah. celestial. I just got you know I got the cake cutter out and I just I just made I just did, did that through did the you chicken. actually make these or did I you I made these myself Whoa, you cake cut it I I poached the chicken okay. I give it a mix in the in the mixing thing okay. and then I made shapes do you season the breading season the bread great and uh, did that and then of course we had it with beans wait what do they dip it in what do they dip it in ketchup ketchup is fine not okay not mayonnaise a bit of mayonnaise but are you going to tell me to make my you, own mayonnaise you can go a little 
You can, but at the same time, like do a little bit of uh, Puerto Ricans have ketchup mayo, and it's just like mixing ketchup with mayo together. It's oh, not like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Add a bit of relish, and then you have special sauce. Oh, this is great. Look at this. This is making me a better human. <laughs> this is my children's playroom. You know, the fact that they still have toys in the boxes, I think they have too many toys. Yeah, I mean, there's five of them, but you're quite right. Oh there's, my God, there's five of there's them? There's five kids, yeah. Uh, I think you need a more oh, bit of, you need a bit of storage in there. Is that, what, is that, the, is that the thing? Yeah, do a nice little bench seat around that window and put all the toys inside. Cute. Oh, is this a grooming one? Because I can answer this. I this is, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of going to go grooming. Uh, obviously, Jonathan's not here, but I think yeah. it's a collective. So this is, I'm just after, this is the morning after yeah. a heavy night. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give no, you a couple of things. <laughs> yeah. you don't say. Yeah. I thought you just left a spot. <laughs> get eye patches for when you rise. That'll get rid of the puffiness. Drink yeah. a lot of water. Take an aspirin. That's going to help get rid of the puffiness also. And... Uh, give your hair a good wash and blow dry it. And I think that's what you blow could do. Dry. Even now, I can tell you've not blow dried it. If no. you blow dry it, it's going to look fuller, healthier, mm. more voluminous. So, yeah. So I've got to get that. Uh -huh. I don't think I've yeah. ever used the hair dryer. blow dry it, tomorrow you could look just like this. You, you know what? Something else that um, Jonathan would say about this? Yeah. If you've had a night out, um, take charcoal pills. Yeah. Charcoal? Charcoals, yeah. It absorbs it all the toxins. Yeah. All the toxins, so you won't be hung over the next day. And maybe yeah. lay off a little bit of the gin. <laughs> Yeah. Like a little bit of water in between. No judgment, but... I'm after the advice the next morning, not on the night. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. So, guys, new series starts uh, middle of June, June 15th, yeah. is that right? On yes. Netflix. Yes. Uh, we're all massively looking forward to it. Thank we, you. We, on our show, we love you. We, oh, we're, we you are you. the friends we haven't met yet. Oh, oh But I've so never met you. Yeah, so you're yeah. my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the Bab Six. Yes. Yeah. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.